Hi, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Dan Beecher. And filling in for Frank, I'm Kate Jarek Birch. Yeah, you are. I am. Welcome. Thank you. You've never been on this show before. I'm like kind of excited about it and like a little nervous about it. Yeah. 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 You're my you're my good friend. I am. Your you're dear, dear friend. And my and and famous author. So famous. Uh, yeah, your new book just came out. It did. I'm plugging you. Oh now. my god, this that's is wh- exciting. This is like, yeah, this is my first like radio plug. All my plugs are like on like, I don't know, things online, blogs and stuff. Yeah. You uh, t- tell us about this is now the completion of your YA trilogy. Yes, I'm so excited to be done writing these books. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, it was a struggle. I wrote the first one just to be one book. And then the publisher was like, let's make that three. And I was like, hmm, that's good. At first, I was like, that would be so easy. I could totally write three of these books. And then I was like, why did I make this promise? Turns out novel writing <laughs> isn't just an easy, you know, couple of days. No. And you like, you have to like remember characters from book to book and like plot points and yeah, they, they expect you to, like, remember how to spell people's names, which I didn't do. Like, the <laughs> second book, I spelled the main character's name wrong, the last name. So in the first book, it was spelled one way. The second book, it was spelled a different way. And then the third book, I put it back to the first Oh, book. so it didn't get caught? No, it didn't get caught. I had people write into me, and they were like, do you know? And the <laughs> readers will catch everything. Just probably, like, your listeners catch things that you miss. But even your editor didn't catch oh, it. Oh, no, no. And we have so many readers that go through it. Like, they're <laughs> <laughs> that totally got lost, yeah. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, what are the names of these books? Uh, it's called The Perfected Series, and the final book is called Unraveled. Uh, this is for if you like young adult romance, which I kind of grown at the romance part because that's not really that's not how i would describe it Wouldn't like you? the romance part isn't the main part of it no. like it's an adventure it's an ac- it's like action it's, it's kind of like um sort of science fictiony sort yeah. of alternate reality it's about if the government passed legislation that allowed the um people to start breeding humans as pets so the pe- these these girls that are and they're all girls that are being bred as pets for the rich and the powerful's enjoyment. It's kind of a new take on slavery, sort of. Hmm. Brings up all those issues of... You know, if you hadn't said slavery, I was going to get all behind it. Oh, really? This sounds good. (laughs) I want a person pet. Well, I'm sure you could go out and find one for free. No, I can't. (laughs) There are laws. We live in a country of laws. All right. Uh, Let's move on. What's your first story? Oh, oh, my God. I I, I, I have to already pull up my story? Well, yeah. Uh, That's how the show works. Oh, I know. But like, I I didn't know you Do you want me to go first? No, no, no. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. 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 So since we were just... As we presented to the audience, I am a writer. I chose my first story to be about books because I love books. Sure. So um, this uh, story was based off of an article written in GQ. Um, It was it was a it was originally titled "21 Books You Don't Have to Read." That sounds pretty innocuous, right? So. Which is fine. I could compile a list of like four million books you don't have to well, read. Well, you don't read any books. Well, because you're not. So that you makes don't, it you pretty don't, easy. You don't have to read books. Yeah. Well, you listen to them. But this is maybe like <laughs> books you don't have to read or think about or listen to or pay any attention to. <laughs> so, um, which nobody is going to really care if it's like, oh, books like 
um, Huckleberry Finn was on the list. And no, I mean, some people are going to be up in arms because they're like, it's a classic. It's right. so important. But um, you're not going to be too surprised when I tell you that it was the the book that people took some issue with was the Bible, the Holy Bible. Oh, and that darned Bible. Yes. And so uh, GQ, I'm going to read you. So they didn't say like, like, it's a horrible book and, like... These books are not important. Right. So That's not what they said. No, they didn't say that at all. What did they say? They said... Let me read it to you. <clears throat> they said, Not all the great books have aged well. So, aging... The Bible has not aged well either. Some are well, racist. I mean, for a 2,000-year-old book. Well, I guess so. People are still reading it. Some parts of it are, like, 4,000 years old. True. Right? But some of these great books are racist, some are sexist, but most are just really, really boring. (laughs) (laughs) And so this group of writers got together and they just wanted to give you permission as a reader to not have to feel like you had to read these books. Mm. So, you know... They they have a long list of uh, like the old man in the sea. I'm pretty sure I had to read that in English. Uh-huh. That made the list, and then uh, the Bible did make the list down at number twelve. Okay, and uh, they said the reason that you might not want to read it, like obviously, uh, plenty of people purport to have having read the Bible, but. Probably have only read portions of it. Right. So they said, you know, maybe there's some good parts to it, but overall, uh, there's maybe some parts that are repetitive or contradictory <laughs> what? or maybe a little foolish or also harmful. Right. Or just it's <laughs> just a terrible, terrible read. It's maybe just a terrible read and you should just ignore it <laughs> altogether. <laughs> so, um, yeah. A fox and friends, I guess, had a little segment about it. Of course, they and did. of course, and um, what they're good at is often blowing things out of proportion, right? So they decided that to put words in the mouth of these writers that they hadn't actually said, and um, instead of just saying, you know, these are books that you don't have to read, they were saying like um, they had somebody on there that was saying that these are books that should be like burned and wiped. <laughs> like existence right like suddenly we're now like fahrenheit 451 or whatever you know so uh gq taking the strong sense gq wanting to burn books that's all what they're about (laughs) anyway that was my first story all right uh i'm gonna move on to a story this is um there's some new polling data some new research uh that has come out by pew 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 uh They've surveyed. Um, now, this was an online survey, so let's temper our okay. under our, our like. This isn't science done incredibly. This well. This isn't like a Harvard Yale study. No, like... but Pew tends to do a good job. Okay. And what they were looking at, they wanted to know. Uh, peop- so a lot of so we know that the nuns, the people who list no religion as their religion, um, when the, when they're polled about religions is one of the fastest growing segments in our society. Um, but not listing a religion, not subscribing to an organized religion, doesn't tell us much about them. So they were trying to dig to, to dig into that, drill down into that a little bit and see what it means. So they were asking a bunch of nuns how, uh, well, everybody, but, a, but in, especially interesting was the nuns, they were asking how many of them believed in God. 
Okay, and I would imagine all nuns would believe in God. No, no, not not nuns like <laughs> Oh, not nuns like N U N. Right. N O N E. Right. Oh, okay. This yes. is where radio kind of This is well, can... this is where you needed to be listening better. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh so yeah, these are people who who say nun on Oh, okay, un- that kind of nun. All yeah. right, that makes more sense. It's okay. You were you were doing stuff on your computer I for was. a minute there. Uh, so anyway, uh, so the question is: Do they? How many of them believe in God or a higher power or whatever? Uh, so they were they were really trying to figure out what that means, um, and they came up with some really interesting uh, uh, findings. Uh, one of the things is that among the nuns, uh, fully seventy two percent of them believe in a higher power of some kind. Okay, I have a question but about what higher power means. Well, we all have a question yeah. about that. Um, a higher power of some kind, you know, so like a whole bunch of them actually believe in the God of the Bible. It's mm. which is surprising. And they're uh, saying they're saying they don't have any sort of religious affiliation. No but affiliation, but some of but but many of them. But so, white beard and yeah, huh. the, the God of the Bible. Okay. So that's that's interesting. There are some. In, here's what's in, equally interesting. In this same study, they also talked to believers and of people who called themselves Christian, only 80% believed in the God as described in the Bible. <laughs> what? I was what like, else do they believe in? That I don't makes know. No sense. I have no that idea. That makes no sense. It does call into question wow. how they were doing this study because yeah. it's just crazy. <laughs> um, evangelicals and black Protestants had the highest rates of belief uh, in a God of, in the Bible at 91 and 92 percent respectively. That still doesn't make any sense to me. No. That's like 8 percent of them are what? What are they believing in? They're, they're just making up their own God? Well, or they're good or they go to church. I mean now we know that a lot of people go to church uh, every week and sit next to their believing families sure. and, are, and you know if you ask are you an evangelical Christian they're like hell yes. Right. And then you're like yeah but what about all these problems in the Bible and they're like yeah those yeah. are problems. Okay. I don't know, something along those lines. Um, but among mainline Protestants, 72% believe in God. What? And among Catholics, 69 No way. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of wackadoo. That's very wackadoo. Um, belief in God uh, declines as age declines. I think that's what they mean. They're, they've got a bullet point here that says uh, belief in God, uh, in the God of the Bible, declines with age, which makes it sound like the older you get. <laughs> yeah, no, it's got to be the opposite of that. Younger people aren't right. believing. Right. Uh, those under 50 viewed God as less powerful and less involved in earthly affairs than uh, than older Americans. Huh. Um, and among college graduates, this is interesting, only 45% believe in the God of the Bible. All right. Uh, so that's something. Well, I'm just wondering about those people that said a higher power. Like, how many of them think like science would count? You yeah. Know? Well, and that's that's something that they've that they uh, are trying to get at. So, for instance, uh, they interviewed a, a sociologist um, named Ryan Cregan, uh, who said, "To what extent are they?" Who asked, "To what extent are they uh, saying that to avoid prejudice?" Uh, is an interesting question. Uh, he's he's pointing to studies that uh, white heterosexual men are most likely to say that they're atheist 
because they have certain social privilege that others don't and may feel uh, less at risk in making such a statement. Yeah, like you're obligated to believe in a God just for some social protection. Right, so exactly. So so there may be a lot of people who say, I believe in a higher power, I believe in something, I believe in, you know, God or whatever, just so that, just just because it's so much easier than, like, getting any kind of social backlash that may come with just saying. Yeah, I except I hear people who I feel like, basically are atheists Mm -hmm. and they still say i believe in a higher power and what they i feel like what a lot of them mean is like there's some big thing that's like uniting the universe or something that they don't necessarily understand i don't know it's like they just want to give credit to to some bigger thing and obviously the universe is big and we're in this big thing and who knows what it is and and they feel something transcendent. Or right. they, yeah, sure. Uh, there was another, there was a, uh, uh, an author, uh, a professor, pro- professor of religious studies uh, named, what was her name? Uh, Elizabeth Drescher, who said, uh, quote, there are lots of people who experience things in their lives that feel mysterious and unexplainable or awe-inspiring and who might logically identify as non-religious or non-believing, but who nonetheless have a sense that we don't know everything. Uh, the reality of people's experience is much more complex and nuanced. I agree with that. So, so yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of us, uh, we atheists. Now, atheists, of course, won't surprise you to learn, had the lowest <laughs> sense of, you know, people calling themselves atheists uh, had the lowest uh, instant instance of claiming that they believed in some sort of God. But uh, that doesn't mean that it was gone. Sure. There Wait, they said God. They used the word God, or, or or some sort of higher power. Yeah, that's we have. It's problematic. It's tricky. Yeah, it's tricky. And I feel like it's a lot of it's just language because we don't have another way of of expressing what it is, what that means. Yeah, that higher power. Mm, it yeah. doesn't necessarily mean God. Yeah, of U.S. adults only. So when you ask U.S. adults. If they believe in God or not, according to this survey, 19% said no. Oh, just so, flat So just that's flat big. Out. That is big. Uh, of those, so uh, 9% of the people in that 19, so about half of them said they do believe in some higher power or spiritual force. Nine of the 19%. Correct. But they're not... a. They're not saying it's, they're not calling it God. They're not calling it God. Some higher power or spiritual force. Mm. 10% of that 19%. Was just like nothing. No, I'm saying, I'm saying oh, 10 you're rounding of, up. I'm saying 10 of the 19. Oh, okay. So 10% of the U.S. population. Oh, oh right. Does that make sense? Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, do not believe in any higher power or spiritual force. At all. At all. Yeah. So There's, 10% is actually huge. Yeah, I'm very surprised by like that. Like full on non, no nothing people are already at 10 19% are saying no God, right? but they don't know what it is. Of the 80% who said they do believe in a God, 23 of those percentage points say they believe in some other higher force than some other higher force than the God described in the Bible. Okay. So that's what we were up that to like 30 something. 56% are oh, okay. saying that they believe definitely in the God of, of the, the Bible. Bible. Hmm. Well, that's smaller than I thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah. A lot smaller. Yeah. That I mean, this is, frankly, that that people who answer no to do you believe in God is at 20%. Yeah. That's insane. Wait, what's the percentage of people who uh, call themselves atheists? 
I mean, I don't know. I, I don't actually have oh, that, you don't have that in, in front of, of me. But oh, okay. like whether they use the word atheist or not, if you ask people, do you believe in a God in, in God or yeah. not? We're at 20. Way to go, America. Right? Yeah, you know, you're coming along. Yeah, it's, I feel it's like you do that true. in the Netherlands and it's like 100%. <laughs> Something it's close like, to that. I think it's a little over, actually. Is it over 100%? Anyway. Like the dogs are saying it, right. too. Yeah, yeah, probably. All right, what do you got? Okay, I've got a new um, caucus that has been launched, a co- congressional co- caucus called the Free Thought Caucus. Um, in, in the U.S. In, Congress? In, yes, in the U.S. Congress. Oh, and wow. um, So there's a few representatives that have announced this um Congressional Free Thought Caucus, and they want it to promote sound public policy based on reason, science, and moral values, and they want to protect the secular character of the government. Now, wait a minute. I have a problem. Okay. Moral values. How can what? they have moral values <laughs> if they're not, if they don't have Jesus? <gasps> oh, my. Well, I have no idea. I it's, have no idea. It's impossible. It seems to be impossible. You would think it would be impossible. Um, I think actually the purpose of this, because they've got some some like bullet points of goals that they they have. Mm. And actually, I'm going to flip down there. I was going to read this to you later, but I'm going to read it to you now since we're kind of on subject. But uh, one of the goals, the final goal of four, um, they say, is to provide a forum for members of Congress to discuss their moral frameworks, ethical values, and personal religious journeys. Which I think is interesting that they're saying, here, let's have this space that's like outside of when we're doing lawmaking, <laughs> where we can like talk about things that we believe, and maybe I can get you to understand that I'm not religious, but the surprisingly i still do have like certain morals that aren't based off of like things that i read in a very old book like well now my understanding is that we have exactly one member of united states congress who is yes openly non-religious that's true and i think it's is it huffman i've got that sounds right yeah i think that's who it is and he's he's on this board um and uh, so uh, let me tell you a fun thing that he is doing. Okay. So uh, that kind of goes along with it. Um, he's proposing that uh, this month on May 3rd, we have the National Day of Reason. Um, oh. Yeah. So he's like, you know, we're starting this free thought caucus. We're all about like, you know, using our minds to figure things out instead of maybe just dogma and stuff. So he's um, proposed and he's actually the one that's the only in in like all of our legislators he's the only one who is non-theistic right which is crazy to me i don't know how many like how many legislators do we have hundreds yeah like 500 and something in the and there's one wow anyway so one open one right probably lots of people who don't believe in god but would never say it yeah because that there goes all their funding or whatever anyway he's brave enough to say that uh, he doesn't believe in any religion and so he's introduced this resolution um to have a national day of reason um and it's going to be may 3rd and well this is what he's proposing it's gonna be it's gonna be that sounds really optimistic to me well at first i was like there's so many national days like I remember last week it was like National Poem in Your Pocket Day, which I was excited about, which I don't know what that means, Poem in Your Pocket Day. And there was like National Richter Day. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, those aren't actually national days. Those are just like anybody can make up a national day. Right. But there is a list of like 
actual national holidays. And sure. Like, you know, a lot that we know, like Columbus Day. Right. And uh, Which, great. We get to celebra- celebrate that guy. Yeah, he's just the man that we want to be celebrating. Such a peach, that guy. But it's funny. There's National Columbus Day, and there's also National Leif Erikson Day, which it feels like <laughs> that's the same thing. <laughs> well... It's a very different thing. Well, it's a different fact, thing, but, but the point of it was the first guy, you know, the first white guy here. Yeah, first right? white guy. That's a pretty good. Well, we have to yeah. we have to say white guy. There we were, have to point there, that out. There were already people here. Yes, there yeah. were definitely already people here, but like they, we like to ignore those. People, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so so this day, this National Day of uh, of um, Reason, uh huh, they've. They've been a little sneaky. They want it to coincide. It's May 3rd. They want it to coincide with National Day of Prayer, which is actually one of the few national days of. That, that, that has actually passed. That's actually passed through Congress. So Yeah, it is kind of fucked up that we have a National Day of Prayer. It really is. It's and, and the thought that somebody proposed that and everybody agreed that that seemed totally reasonable, that, like, that our country should celebrate this prayer together because we we don't separate church and state. Oh, wait, do we? Oh, wait, what? What? No, oh, we're supposed to do. Oh, we're that. supposed to separate it anyway. Yeah. But no, it probably won't pass. They've they've done. There's been a couple other years. I think 2015, 2016. Where they, tr- they tried to do this. They've been trying to do this for a while. Yeah, it's just not. Yeah, it's no, not going to happen anytime soon. Nobody's really getting on board with it. I I mean reason. Who would have figured that we would want to have reason in our country? It's because they know it's code. Yeah, they, they do. know it's code for hating Jesus. Yeah, I liked this quote. I'm going to read this to you. This is by Roy Speckhart. He said, All Americans can celebrate the value of reason, regardless of their religious beliefs. But prayer is different for different faiths, and of course, prayer isn't practiced by the rapidly growing number of Americans who are non non theist. So. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. you have a whole day for prayer, but everybody can enjoy reason. Yeah. Or we'd wish they could. Yeah, w- w- one would hope. But yeah. so many of, I, I mean, I think probably fewer people practice reason than we, than we think. I think <laughs> yeah, that's I think clearly that's, true. <laughs> uh, exactly. And I'm going to use that as a segue okay. to, go, to, to go to our next story, which is uh, in Arkansas, uh, Faithful listeners to this show will recall that back in 2015, the state of Arkansas. Oh, no, wait, this wasn't 2015. Uh, back in a time. <laughs> uh, some year some, ago. Uh, there, was a, there was a time. <laughs> a number once of upon years a time, ago. It was, How like, about that? it was like last year. It was, okay. it was not too long ago. Um, the state of Arkansas, following in the footsteps of states like uh, of Oklahoma and uh, Texas decided to place a uh, monument to the Ten Commandments on the grounds of the state capitol, mm-hmm. uh, which is it's so an appropriate exciting. place for that. Oh, I guess the I guess the act that uh, that leg- that made this a legal thing. This was a legal act. This wasn't just you know some some citizens putting this up. This was like a state senator uh, decided you know sponsored a bill an oh, act sure. mm-hmm. to get this thing put up. And that was in 2015. That's what I. That's, okay. That's where I got. And that then it finally, from. it finally was erected. It was, and then a guy uh, mowed it down with his car. Yes. Yeah, a that. lunatic, <laughs> a crazy person. But of course, uh, no. And by the way, they did. They they passed this act knowing full well that it was going to be challenged in the courts and whatever. So the, it's kind of a dick move, no matter what. Uh, well, now they've replaced it. 
this broken monument is now stuck back up, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's it's and did they gorgeous. Gar- did they guard it in any way so that this wouldn't happen? Actually, again? there are like pillars. Yeah, that some cement I think, pillars I th- I th- or that something. That I don't think you can get a car past. <laughs> I think I heard that. So yeah, I, that's kind <laughs> of. They're funny. like, we're not going to let this happen again. Just like There's probably rebar in there. Just like three foot tall, like big, guardrails, big thick concrete pillars mm-hmm. that yeah. you couldn't get a car through. So now you're going to have to get a bazooka if you want to oh, knock it down. Goodness, they're making it so difficult. Or a tank. <laughs> or I'll get a tank. Sure. My any tank any, will roll over that. Yeah, any, anything like that, you're going to be in good shape. Well, of course, uh, it took about zero seconds after that thing went up for the lawsuit to start, to wheels to start in motion. Well, good. The ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, is suing. And uh, Lucian Greaves and the Satanic Temple have signed on. There they go. Uh, which that's kind of their thing. That's and their shtick. They're good at it. Yeah. God love them for it. Uh, w- although it is interesting that they're just signing on to the Amer- to the ACLU instead of their s- own lawsuit instead of just suing to get their own thing put up. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is expected, at least by uh, uh, at least Lucian himself uh, expects that this will just work its way through the system and mm-hmm. quickly be struck down. Yeah. Now I will point out that some, uh, like the Texas one. Has been allowed by the uh, by the Supreme Court to stand. Why? Uh, and the well, the reasoning that was given was that it has uh, long standing. It, it's been there it's for like a long time. It's like grandfothered in. Basically, oh, yeah. Oh wow! I, didn't I mean, it's you just since that. the fifties, but that's long that's enough. Long enough. That that that. Well, fi- the fifties are. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> this is when America actually was, was founded. Yeah, that's right. It was really the fifties. The nineteen fifties. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. That was anything that was before th- that. The golden, the golden age. The golden age. Yeah, so exactly. that's happening. Yeah. Right. Is it my sto- my turn? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to have to say, like, even three years ago, I would have been baffled that I would be reading this story so quickly to you. Okay. I would have said 10 years from now, 20 years from now. Listen to this. Same-sex marriage has support among most American religious groups. I'm not even talking just, like, you know, that 20% that you said didn't believe in God. Right. No, most religious groups now support same-sex marriage being legal, and huh. they're, like, on board with it. That didn't take very long, did no. it? That's crazy to me. So they surv- surveyed, um, this was the PRRI, Public Religion Research Institute, surveyed about 40,000 people, mm. and um, they found that now 61% believe that um, that it's just totally cool. They're huh. just down with it. Huh. They're like, yeah, like I don't got a problem with this. The Jews, seventy-seven yep. percent. I was born in seventy-seven, so I feel like, and I got a little bit of Jewish ancestry. So you, I feel you like, got I'm, quite, you've come got on, Jews, quite a bit yeah. of Jewish ancestry. Yeah, and then like, listen to this: two-thirds of Catholics, Orthodox Christians, and white mainline um, mainline Protestants say they're two-thirds say they're in favor of it. They're like, boom, they're down with it. Um, yeah, it's like there's these graphs that show like how in such a relatively small amount of time, like between 2013 and uh, last year, th- it's just been like uh, the the people who oppose it, it just plummeted. Yeah, I feel like what happens is 
Once the actual like event happens and the super volcanoes don't all explode yep. at the same time. Yeah, nobody was struck down, nobody died. Nobody's, you know, one baker is inconvenienced right. or something, you know. All the rest of our marriages like actually were okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> they weren't. Half of them end in divorce still. <laughs> well, there you go. But that's true. <laughs> But the same number as before. Right. Exactly. So. So, okay. So that was promising. Uh, what I have to point out, though, is that it, not every group is as progressive as some of those ones sure, I mentioned. Sure. Well, you don't, you don't, want, them all, you don't right. want them all to be that. Right. There's still some holdouts. Um, it may not surprise you to find out that the Mormons are one of those groups. <laughs> what? They're just, like, not as cool with it. Yeah. Or they're a little bit more repressed or something. So only 40% of Mormons and 34% of white evangelicals say that they're in favor of same-sex marriage. They're just, like, really holding on tight yeah. to their their old views. They're like, oh, like, it's just really important for them that they don't, uh, don't give in to that. But... Something positive is the same thing that we've seen with the believing in in God in general. The younger generation is like they're a little bit more hip to things and they're not necessarily on board with what that older generation says. So even like the the younger Mormons are far more supportive than the than the older um, ones in the group. And also shocking no one. Right, exactly. The young people. If you've met what? a young person, they all have. <laughs> they're okay with it. They have their gay friends. They don't care. Yeah, and so along with the same story, um, like you brought up that thing about the the baker, the um, oh, baker yeah. exception. Yeah. So um, the the stu- this study going along with the same people who are uh in favor of same sex marriage are like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't like let people serve serve people differently and. You know, based on on their sexual preferences. So they're so they're n- not on board with a baker not being <laughs> double there's negative. Some, yeah, in there's here. some negatives going on. Yes, the people who uh, support same sex marriage also think that's just not cool for you to be you know discriminating against right. these. You people. have to bake the cake. You have to bake the cake. Okay. Yeah. So it kind of follows the same lines again. We got the Mormons and the evangelicals who are like, you can discriminate. Yeah, it's wh- cool. Why can't we discriminate? Yeah. Let us discriminate. Yeah. Let us discriminate. Yeah. Which, actually, the religions can do all they want. Right. It's just not if you're a business. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to move us to Louisiana. <clears throat> Land of uh, red sticks, apparently, because we're in Baton Rouge, where... Uh, the the state so a, le, a state legislator um basically it this is so it's, this is state senator JP Morrell decided to introduce a a law or or yeah i mean he's so he's editing the state law in a way that you would you would think no one would have any uh objection to okay. because what he's done is he's uh, he's he wants in the state law to have a separate little uh, law against bestiality. Okay. Um, and I actually have the law pulled up here, um, but yes, it's all about consent, though, right? <laughs> for him, because those animals can't consent. Well, that's true; they cannot. <clears throat> so pretty much, I think everybody, almost everybody, mm-hmm. agrees you shouldn't be allowed to fuck animals. This yeah. is not okay. Um, so why then would anyone have objections? 
Queen to Victoria? The- was it, wait, which queen was it that was like, had the straps for her stallion, like, and they would, oh, did it, you read about that? Maybe that's, that's apocryphal. That's, I don't it's, know. It's an urban legend okay. about Catherine the Great. I Catherine think. the Great. That was it. I or should know. one of these Frenchies. <laughs> I don't know. They're disgusting. <laughs> maybe it was, yeah. Anyway, um, maybe it was Marie Antoinette. Who knows? I don't think it was Marie Antoinette. Yeah, I think it was. And Anywho, it wasn't true to my knowledge. Anyway, yeah. um, so yeah, they, so you would think that this would be easy. Sure. The Why? Christians on board, yeah, right? Yeah, I would think so. No. The, cri- the, the Christi- Christians the were the ones against Christians it? are objecting. What? And the reason they're objecting is because they think it's a sneaky Trojan horse. Oh, what are they trying to sneak in? Well, here's what they think there is happening. They think that they're introducing this law because they're take because this bill also takes uh, four words out of an existing law. Ooh. Okay. Now here's the existing law. The existing law is called the unnatural carnal copulation law. Okay. Uh, and basic, or rather, it's the crime against nature law. Okay. All right. Um, and the the what they've done is they've they've added a whole bunch of articles about not having sex with animals and removed the words or with an animal from the law that says the unnatural carnal copulation by a human being with another same sex or opposite sex. And then here's where it says, or with an animal. Okay. Except that anal intercourse between two humans shall not be deemed as a crime, blah, blah, blah. What? Well, here's I don't the understand the problem of that. It's a sodomy law. Okay. They- so- sodomy laws, anti-sodomy laws in these United States are, they're completely unenforceable because the Supreme Court ruled against them uh, back in, blah, 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 back in a year, <laughs> 2003. The Supreme Court st- struck down uh, all uh, anti-sodomy laws. They're like, do whatever you want in your house. Yeah, like to have 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 your sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, is now the law. Um, they they ruled that uh, those laws violate the Fourteenth Amendment, which I think is the Equal Protection okay. uh, Amendment. So uh, that law that they're that that they're worried about doesn't even stand. Isn't okay? Yeah, is literally struck down. It can. It's completely unenforceable. But but they don't want it taken off the books, and so they oh, think that this like you're just gonna take like four words out at a time. Like now you're gonna take <laughs> out these, and then you're gonna do like of and 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 yeah. for, and, and pretty soon there's just gonna be no words left pretty, in there. Pretty soon it'll just say carnal and. <laughs> Oh, let's rearrange it. Let's see what, like, we could probably come up with something fun. Yeah, We yeah, start exactly. cutting things until it makes a whole new law. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a fun game. I thought it was a fun game. But, yeah, it is so fun. The, these people, uh, so here's here's uh, Senator Ryan Gatti, who's a Republican in the, in the fine state of Louisiana. Quote, this bill was written because the far left wants to undermine our other laws that protect family and traditional values <laughs> oh that God. people that the people of Louisiana hold dear. Um, wow. Hey, kiddo, that law's not... You can't do anything with that law anyway. That's a dead law. Well, it's just so strange to me. Like, maybe secretly they all just have, like, like a pet dog that they're really fond of they get the peanut butter out and no like, no in the current in the no? current under the current law they can't do that oh it's, it's already, already it there. is there so in, then it's in those anti-sodomy laws oh but we can't enforce it because it's in the one that's no they can still enforce that part of it oh well so <laughs> it's so stupid all they're doing is actually like 
I mean, they probably are fixing that part of the legal code so that at some point, so if somebody if, if somebody to. wants to, they can just eliminate that piece. I mean, it's basically a vestigial organ at this point. Yeah. So ridiculous. It's like a is a pancreas. What's the what's the part sweet? Oh no, use? we need the. Oh, pancreas. we need the pancreas. Oh, yeah. okay. Don't get rid of that. No. Okay. No. I won't. Maybe a duodenum. I don't know what those do. Oh, I don't even. I've never heard of that before. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, I I prom I'm pretty sure I didn't make it up. I'm like seventy five percent sure. If it's coming out of your mouth, I'm pretty sure it's true. Oh, you see that, folks? The, she she thinks I'm smart. I anyway, do. Uh, listen. If you guys would like to write into us about any of these uh, these things that you've heard about, you can do so. You can write podcast at thankgodimatheist.com, or you can leave us a voicemail. We love to hear your voice, and sometimes we'll use it on the show. That's four two four six 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 T G I A. So that's four two four six six six. Uh, eight seven seven no eight two two four. So TGIA, you'll figure it out. I don't. I think they have the corresponding letters and numbers. Like it's amazing. Well, I don't know. On the smartphones, you never can tell. Mm, anyway, you anyway, you'll figure it out, kids. Uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com/slash TGIA atheist, and click that like button. Or uh, and or uh, go to the tgia members only lounge you got to search that uh and that's a group and you can ask to join and we'll let you in such a great group of people i love it and there's so many subgroups yeah yeah great stuff it's a it is a it is a goddamn community (laughs) it it really is well kate uh i've got some uh interesting uh audio to yeah. play for you yeah do it play it for me um there's a horrible thing that's happening in the world okay it's I'm ready. terrifying we I'll should brace myself you should brace okay, yourself I'm braced. I'm it's ready. uh it's not okay there's badness out there in the world <sighs> I'm um, cringing. what we're going to be listening to is uh tim widman okay and ed vitaglino well there's our problem <laughs> They're just we their can't names. even pronounce their names. They're from the uh, the American Family Association. Oh, that's the problem. Okay, yeah. we found it. Yeah, and uh, and they have discovered a horrible thing <gasps> in our society. Okay. So I'm going to play that now. Uh, Ed, we were talking this morning of this announcement by the Boy Scouts of America. They've been going downhill now for a few years in terms of their morals. Uh, but they have announced that they are welcoming girls... Uh, as many as they can get in to the Boy Scouts of America, into their organization. Well, actually, the decision is is months old, but they're just now starting to get these girls into some of the uh, the more local uh, chapters. Uh, this is, uh, I think, a a part of the ongoing war against the Judeo-Christian worldview, the way God has established mankind, male and female. Uh, in the Boy Scouts, it's a perfect example of how this thing unfolds. They first began to allow uh, homosexuals and homosexual troop leaders and then transgenders and now girls in with boys because the secular progressive, the uh, materialistic worldview based in evolution says there's really no difference between boys and girls. And so we don't need to, we see the same thing with Target, allowing men into women's restrooms and changing areas. This is part of a broader war against God and his divine order. So you think... Basically, this is satanic. Yeah, this is Romans 1. I mean, Romans okay. 1, when, when any individual or community or nation, any culture, ignores God or refuses to honor him and give him the glory he deserves, 
then the Bible makes clear in Romans 1 that they are then given over to a deepening darkness and depravity. And that's what, unfortunately, that's what we're seeing happen well, in America. It, it, that's frightening, Dan. A deepening darkness and depravity. It's just satanic, those girls. Descending on the land in the form of vaginas going camping. Oh, my God. And, those, <laughs> like, whittling sticks and learning how to make fires. Like, oh. girls shouldn't know that stuff. No, that is... That's biblical. That's... It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. I remember <laughs> reading... It was, like... It was, like, uh, Psalms 34, and it was, like... Uh, the Boy Scouts say the word boy in it, and they don't say girl. And therefore... No girls allowed. No, trans- no girls allowed! No transgenders in the bathroom. Did they not see the sign tape to the door that was like, boys only? Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, what were those girls thinking? I, I'm, I imagine that you're just asking what those girls are thinking because you, you hate camping so much. Oh, I... I'm going camping this weekend. You're not. I'm going in a really like there's a full on bathroom in the trailer I'm going in. But you're <laughs> right. I don't I'm not I don't love but there are girls who love camping. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and maybe if you had, had uh the Boy Scouts available you know to what? you. Maybe I would have been a little bit more into it. One does wonder if they're ever gonna just change their goddamn name. Well, it just doesn't make any sense that there would be a thing for boys and a thing for girls and why can't everybody just learn the same yeah. tricks like yeah. well because satan that's why oh satan he's... i don't i don't know if you were listening but <laughs> obviously god has a huge problem with this organization yeah going co-ed i guess he does uh i i didn't realize that god had formed the boy scouts and the girl scouts <laughs> although didn't? those mint those thin mints are divine i have had those oh god they're heavenly no, no don't, what that's a bad joke i'm i'm <laughs> I'm going You're calling you. me out on. Oh, okay. I won't do. <laughs> I won't do humor. I'm kidding. Oh. I'm, I kid. I kid. My, my little heart is hurt. Every besides, everybody knows that it's all about the, uh, the the what are the peanut butter ones? Tagalongs. That's those that, are yours. That's that's my cookie right there. All right. Yeah, but I don't see a problem with the girls and the boys doing. No, no, it's so stupid. Uh, and it's amazing that the Boy Scouts are actually like finally coming into this yeah. century it's kind of now there is still one group that isn't allowed in the boy scouts can you name it because i know you don't listen to every episode oh. of this show oh you you're just like calling me out on everything right now <laughs> i tell stupid jokes i don't listen to your show oh my god um i'm gonna guess that it's the the goats are not allowed in well, the boy scouts uh no those probably are <laughs> i don't know but uh atheists yeah that's oh, that's the ones that are still not allowed. atheists are even worse than girls yeah oh I thought girls was the lowest tier. I'm, I get to be on all the lowest tiers, yeah. girl and atheist. Oh, you're yeah, you're. I'm uh, like at the bottom of and like Jewish, like you're partially. Well, I mean, I guess that's just by descending. Yeah, that's not really like choice, but I guess girl wasn't really choice either. You've never been a practicing Jew. I haven't. But yeah. you know what they say: practice makes perfect. Oh. So if you just try, I'll try harder next <laughs> time. <laughs> Uh, actually, later on in the show, you're going to be talk- telling us all about uh, what you did try to do. I will tell you all how hard I tried. Yeah. Yes. We didn't tease that at the beginning no, of the show. No, we didn't. Well, we were talking about your books and stuff. That's so all right. That's okay. Uh, so, yeah, that'll that's coming up next. So what we're not going to do uh, today, though, just so l- listeners, I mean, because you're here, Kate, and you're, you're new and everything, we're not, obviously... Frank's still away in faraway Belgium. <gasps> so. Drinking beer. Drinking a lot of beer. I hope he's having some 
delicious waffles with chocolate. I'm sure he is. Mm. Uh, and so when he comes back, we, we're, we're not going to do the... Uh, we're not going to do emails today. We're not going to thank our patrons today because Frank has access to that. But thank you. Thank well, you so much. I'm thanking, yes, we're thanking you 100%. Just uh, not individually. Yeah, just our new patrons this week won't uh, won't get their names read until next week. But uh, just know that we do love you. Uh, we will thank our, our current and uh, reigning champion, <gasps> uh, our, our lord and savior of this show. Angela. <gasps> Angela, I always knew it was you. Yeah, it's her. It, it is she. So thank you so much, and uh, and we'll get all of your names in next week. So guest host Kate Jarvik-Birch. Yes. How are you? really having fun Good. do you think frank will notice if i just steal this spot just stay yeah i think i will notice because then i'll have to edit all of the shows oh we'll hire someone for that. <laughs> um what i wanted to talk to you about since i have you here yes uh now frank and i talk a lot about the fact that we were both raised in the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints the Mormons. The Church of Cheese and Rice and Rattle Day Snakes. I don't I don't think that's right. That's clearly what it is. Okay. Okay. Great. Yes, you were raised in that. Um you were not. I was not, but, but I was raised in Utah. Unlike Frank, you yeah, you and I were both raised here in in this the fine state of Utah and you were surrounded. I was surrounded by as as many non-Mormons are. Yes. And uh, yeah, I think probably eighty or ninety percent of my friends were Mormon. Mm. Um, not my very, very best friend. She wasn't, so we had that in common. Okay, that yeah, was like yeah, that what was we, that oh. was one of the things that that bound us. That and our love of of dance and the movie Splash and Grease and swimming in our pool and horses. Okay, so lots of lots of things. Yeah. To uh, to bind you together. <laughs> Just not religion. Uh. But here's what I wanted to talk about. And here's the thing. You know, we have plenty of listeners in Utah who will get this. But you know what? Listeners outside of Utah, especially if they're in, like, the South, they'll get this, too. Because you – I just talk a little bit about your experience of being a non – Being an outsider? Yeah. You're you're a non-Mormon. Yeah. Uh, not even – you weren't even raised religious at all. I was raised, like – with no religion at all. Right. Yeah, just uh, completely. But you were surrounded. I was surrounded by it um, in a neighborhood where everybody, you know, clearly was Mormon and talked about it a lot. And, um, you know, you go to elementary school and these are the kids that you hang out with. And they don't realize that they're doing it, that they're bringing it kind of like it flavors everything. Mm. But it does. And you feel it when you're different i think i felt different like there was a lot of things i felt different um like brown hair <laughs> and somehow brown hair like blonde hair i kind of associate with mormon <laughs> i don't know why but like like that was like the visual sign that maybe i was a little different everybody had blonde hair <laughs> um and then and then i didn't ha i couldn't talk about 
Sunday school and I didn't know the songs and I didn't talk. I didn't get baptized. They all had this massive communal experience that oh, you yeah. were just that, that they would come to school with mm-hmm. and you just couldn't participate in I, any of those conversations. I, couldn't pr- I didn't understand it, but it seemed like they were part of a club. It was a definite club Mm. and they would talk about it and they would have camps that they'd go to and activities and special nights of the week and special days of the weekend and certain things that they were and were not allowed to do. And even the things that were the things they weren't allowed to do somehow had like this cachet or like it had some specialness to it so like what's an example of that oh like not being able to swim on sundays huh it's funny because it sounded like such a it's a stupid thing (laughs) well i mean it doesn't make sense anyway like what what's the reason behind that do you know? Well, I mean, that's just part of the whole keep the Sabbath day holy thing. Oh, okay. So it wasn't specifically. So you're having fun. You're not like yeah. honoring the Lord. Right. Yeah. Well, anyway, I got to have fun on Sundays and you'd think that that would be fantastic. I could go swimming. I could do whatever I want. I didn't have to go to church. I could drink whatever. I mean, I couldn't have alcohol as right. a 10-year-old, but but still I felt like I was missing out on a thing and everybody had a secret and they were whispering it to each other and I didn't get to hear what it was. And that kind of just felt icky and, and I felt left out. Yeah. And that didn't feel good. So um, it wasn't until I was 15 mm. that I started dating this boy and that's always where it goes wrong. <laughs> all the stories. That's where they all t- don't take a date dark the boy. Turn. Don't, <laughs> don't date the don't boy. Don't do it. So I started dating a boy who was Mormon, and I. It's even at a distance of twenty plus years. It's hard to untangle it all. Hmm. But so was it? I don't know whether it was wanting to have something in common with him, wanting to be able to give him a thing of me Hmm. um but i was like i am converting to his religion (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah so i was like i'm on board with this this thing you're selling like tell me more about it i didn't actually really want to hear more about it like i had to like i remember setting up with my good friend who lived across the street from me she was mormon and she was like i'll get the missionaries over there for you and i remember being like okay this is just a thing i have to check off the list like you know come so what they do is they come to your house and they like teach you these lessons like there's certain like uh, what do you remember what they call that yeah, the, the discussions. The discussions. That's it, the discussions. <laughs> so I had to have the discussions, which there's like six or eight. I don't remember how many there are. Uh-huh. But they have to come at like different times. I don't remember if they can teach it to you all at once or no, if they have to come back each time. So there's these, you know, these boys who are like a couple years older than me. Right. You know, what do they know? But Nin- 19 to 21 year olds. Yeah. Who who are certainly the the wisest age oh, so wise. uh, for, for imparting universal <laughs> wisdom exactly. and cosmology. Yeah. And so they're like, they came and they gave me the discussions. And right. I remember nothing from that. Because but I they're was, boring. They were boring. And like, I didn't actually really care. I was just like, okay, look, look, let's check this off the list. Let's like, let's get this out of the way. And then you can dip me in the water and then I'll be one of you. And then, look, you can accept me into your group. I'll be one of you. You'll get all the secrets. I will get the secrets. Ooh, and I did that later. I got some of the secrets oh, later. Oh, yeah, you did. Uh-huh. So 
So uh, this boyfriend was going to be the one who baptized me. And um, I think he was excited about that. Yeah. Uh, we had to like go to the bishop and like tell him all the dirty, sexy stuff that we'd done. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that was like a little appalling and maybe a little titillating. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, I think the bishop I had to go talk to was like my friend's dad. Of it was course. really weird. Yeah. 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 That's and, awkward. Mm-hmm, as it hell. was awkward. So then he, th- I, I can't remember if I was 15 or 16, one of these. And um, he was the one who baptized me. And I remember that some pretty vividly some things about it. One of which was after, well, so he dunked me in and my braid didn't go all the way down. So they had to do it twice. Because, <laughs> you know, if the ends of tips of your hair are like didn't like it didn't count. No, not at all. It that it because Satan can go in through the tips and make their way yeah, to the rest of the body. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so like we had to dunk me again. And then I remember um, afterwards going into the woman's restroom, which is like it feels like a locker room in like a swimming pool. Uh huh. Exactly like a locker room in a swimming yep. pool. Only it's in a church. Only it's in a church. And I remember drying off and um, uh, one of my mom's friends came in and she was like, you'll want to write right here's a journal you can write down the feelings that you have and i remember like thinking oh wait wait i've got to stop and what feelings am i feeling and i was like oh like i feel as empty as this locker room like nothing (laughs) is different it's cold like i felt kind of just wet (laughs) yeah and not a good kind of wet like and just a just a dank wet yeah and like okay maybe it will come maybe this isn't it yet like i'm gonna give it like it's got to be, it's bound to come. This isn't it. They still have to do the thing where they lay your hand, their hands on you and give you a blessing. Right. So, so they did that and all these men crowd around you and put their heavy hands on you and, uh, and still nothing. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm I'm going to still give it a go. Yeah. So, which was hard because so I just agreed to basically not touch any of the fun parts of my boyfriend's body. Right. Not do any of the fun things with him. So but we had this now. And I remember uh, he dropped me off at my house. I think this was that night. Uh-huh. And he had a skylight in his or a moonroof or whatever. What is that called? Sunroof. In his car. In his car. Yeah. And I remember it was dark out and there were stars out. And we were looking up at it, and I was, you know, saying goodnight. And he, and he was like, you know, in uh, in this religion, everybody, like, after they get married and have their own families, we get to make our own universes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, this is the most romantic thing. Like, he wants to make a universe with me. <laughs> 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 and so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do this a little bit longer if I get this means that I get to make a universe with this Oh, I think that's amazing. (laughs) Isn't that funny? Because I would have thought you would have gone. I I thought you were going to go the other direction and be like, oh, my God. That's so fucked up. That's so stupid. What have I gotten myself into? No, this was 16-year-old, like, very romantic Mooney Kate who just really wanted. It was all just like a fairy tale, you know? Oh, wow. You get a whole universe. Yeah, I get a whole universe. Oh, it's just. What he wasn't telling you is that it's him that gets to make it and you get to sort of vacuum. Oh, I don't want to vacuum a whole (laughs) universe. That sounds awful. Anyway, so I I tried for years and years to, to, I, be Mormon. to be Mormon, although I did get pregnant as a teenager. Not with that kid. Not with this boy, a different boy who I ended up marrying. And um, and so, you know, 
nothing ever really stuck. I think it was always like the pregnancy stuck. The pregnant, the pregnancy stuck. That's true. <laughs> you, it did. You, you, I was. I'm really good at that. You're now a mother of three. I am. Uh, that that part did stick. I don't, that doesn't feel like part of the religion. That no. was like something else like semen or something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh yeah no i tried and tried sort of to be mormon to be Mormon. to make more money more yeah work. we ended up like my husband and i ended up getting married in the temple like I, I did all the steps i was like okay i'm gonna try this now i'm gonna try this and i'd go to church every sunday and i would read the the book of mormon and and i would like highlight things i had different colored pencils i would highlight things with i love it like i was really committed to trying yeah and then after a while was like i feel it's like that song from uh, a chorus line. I felt nothing. Mm. You know that Maria sings or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I don't remember her name is. I'm, I'm gonna go with you on that. Sure. Anyway, I I just started to think. Uh, you know, you've been duped. You've maybe may and I started looking at people and thinking, what are you actually? feeling what are you manufacturing when you get up and bear your testimony are you just saying words like i am like obviously they had like grown up in this thing so uh -huh. it was more entrenched but yeah i just wanted to like lift <laughs> lift the veil if you will <laughs> and look like behind inside of them and i just felt like oh my god i am being so dishonest and it started really really wearing on me i just felt like i was faking it all the time i felt like so disingenuous and um and that felt gross yeah so i just i would go to church and i would listen to them you know giving these lessons and i would always be the skeptical one who yeah. would have questions and, and unfortunately you <laughs> were going to the most boring <laughs> awful church that yeah. exists I was, yeah. Boring people who are who don't want to, like they they don't want to listen to your doubt. No, no. They don't want to engage your doubt. They're not even they're not even like intellectually prepared for it because none no. of these people went to any schooling for this to sure. learn how to. They like these are this is just like the plumber who lives down the street who's giving you a lesson. Sure, and we're not. They're not there to uh, to answer questions. They're there to reinforce. The same, you know, words that they heard. Right. And that's what they're good at. And anyway, and so I think the tipping point was um, was gay rights. So, uh, you know, it just started bubbling up more in the social consciousness. Mm -hmm. And I was just enraged by the thought that people were not allowed to love whoever they wanted. Like that cut so deep. And felt like such an injustice. I couldn't tolerate it. And I couldn't be associated with people who were not tolerating it. Right. So I was like, this is it. I'm 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 done. I'm I done faking it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh how long did you spend in the in that church? <sighs> You're making me do math. You're not good at this. You wouldn't be able to answer this question. Well, that's why um, I asked you. Sixteen to 30 maybe wow a lot i it was a long it was while. a long time yeah it was a long time you were a mormon i was i like wore the the underwear yeah i did it yeah i didn't even get that far yeah see you're more you're I'm more way, mormon than i am yeah i went through the temple 
that was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that I, I th- I'm just I'm very grateful uh, that you're that you're uh, sharing this with us because I just feel like it's so inter like the the reasons why people join churches mm-hmm. fascinates me, and also you know just yeah you're I mean you're obviously a very intelligent woman and so like the fact that you would have gone into this <laughs> is amazing yeah but like but it makes peer sense. pressure it's strong <laughs> well and it wasn't even pressure it no. was just this this outsiderness yeah it's, it the was desire and the, and at first i really did think there was something there like mm. i was like because they can be convincing sure. with their devotion and i was like oh i want some of that I really want some of that. Seems like you're very comforted by it. It seems like it means something very special to you. How did your mom react? Because I know your dad wasn't around at that my time. My dad wasn't. My mom was really supportive, which is I have to give her props for. Like she could have, I think she did the right thing by letting me make my own choices. If one of my kids wanted to make a choice that I didn't agree with, it's their life. So she, I had to make my own mistakes yeah. And my own decisions, I got, and I think it, I learned a lot from it. I do you w- think that there would that there was any anything that she could have done that would have kept you from doing it? I uh, mean, uh, no. I, I'm not saying like try and tell you not to Mm-mm. do it. No, there's not. There's huh. not. When I've made up my mind to do a thing, you just can't reason much <laughs> with me. But I would I, also. Is there anything that she could have taught you earlier in your life that would have that would have helped you along the way? Can you think of anything that would have been useful in that? Well, respect? I don't know. Maybe it was more about like if I'd felt more self assured, which is funny because I'm a very I now as an adult feel like I've earned that, like I'm self assured and I own it. Yeah. Um. But no, I. So maybe if I'd I don't know. I don't know what it would have been. Maybe if we'd lived somewhere else, would that would have been the thing. Sure. But I don't know. Living here, I don't know what that would have been. I don't yeah. know what it would have looked like. And maybe if you had been in Alabama, you'd be, you, you know, you'd be telling a story about having been an evangelical yeah. or something. And I'm sure the outcome probably would have been the same because ultimately I was looking for something within and I... And I was obviously looking for some outside thing to influence that. Yeah. But I trust my own self and I trust like my belief in whatever. And knowing that I that finding that I didn't have a belief in a thing was just as important as finding that I did have a belief in a thing. Awesome. Yeah. I think that's great. Thanks. Uh, well, Kate Jarvik Birch. Mm hmm. Uh, I want to encourage all of our listeners, if they like what you had to say, to go to your favorite bookstore mm-hmm. or or the Amazon or the whatever, and uh, and and look up your perfected books. Oh well, thanks. There's a there's three in the series. They're all about making your own choices and having personal freedom. That's kind of a theme. That, that's their thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, if you're into YA or if you've got a a teen who's into YA or whatever, buy those books. Yeah, do it. Uh, and uh, and thank you so much for coming on I the show. Was, I love being here. Thanks for having Thanks me. For, it was really fun. For filling in for that that recreant <sighs> Frank out on his daring adventures. Gallivanting around yeah, the exactly. world. Hey, uh, folks, if you'd like to write into us about anything you've heard today, uh, go ahead and do so. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Uh, or you can leave a voicemail, uh, 424-666-8442. I remembered it this time. <gasps> Good job. Uh, which is uh, 666-TGIA. 
Um, or go to uh, also go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist, uh, and click that like button. Uh, and join the TGIA Members Only Lounge, uh, also on Facebook. Uh, speaking of Facebook, thanks so much to Mackenzie uh, for all of her hard work on the Facebook page. She's amazing. And thanks to uh, Sarah, Danny, and Amy for their moderation of the Members Only Lounge. Thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their fine music. And uh, thank all of you. Thanks again to our patrons also. Sorry, I'm just going to say thanks again to our patrons. We will get to you next week. Uh, but thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Talk to you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.